Welcome to I Had to Say It, the podcast where I talk about things that I feel need talking about, and sometimes they're not getting the attention they deserve. And your feelings, they're not under consideration. The podcast you're about to listen to contains at least one of the following. Strong language, disturbing topics, abusive opinions, generally things that aren't appropriate for little kids or overly sensitive people. So, if any of that stuff's going to get your nose out of joint, this is your chance to turn it off. Alright, so first up on this episode, we're going to talk about something that I almost hate to buy into this terminology because it is, I feel it's something that's overused and I really, I don't care for the term, I think it's stupid, I think it's overreaching, but unfortunately, it kind of applies in this scenario and... This is one of those things where ideological spectrums, the left thinks I don't go far enough and the right thinks I go too far and I'm in the middle saying you're all assholes. So I want to talk about something. It was actually, it came to mind because of something a friend of mine had posted on one of the social media sites. And it was in regards to a young woman in college who is going to be the first football place kicker in a Power 5 game, you know, one of the big schools, it's a big deal, and uh, the young lady named Sarah Fuller, it's at Vanderbilt University, and she was on the soccer team, and they decided to tap her to be the football team's new place kicker, and my first initial thought actually went back to a movie from the 90s, uh, Necessary Roughness, where they did exactly that, and it was at some little, you know, cow college in Texas, and it was played for comedic value, but I personally, I don't see a problem with it. And the thing that I do see as a problem is this toxic masculinity bullshit that's being spewed. Like, the article was posted by ESPN, and the thing my friend posted was a clip of the comments on their, it was on their Twitter feed, I think, and the responses to this posting and it was some of the most ridiculous, just chauvinistic garbage. And and it wasn't even, like, well thought out or well executed or funny where somebody could say, well, no, I was just making a joke because it was the lamest just, I've never seen a nipple up close bullshit I've ever read. And it was unbelievable. And all these just raging blue-veined pricks that are just... Oh, you know, she better make me a sandwich. I bet you there was a gangbang in the locker room. She better bring cookies for the team to practice. They better knock her ass out if she screws up. They better hit her hard like a man. And I'm pretty much willing to guarantee that all these mouth-breathing, knuckle-dragging shitheads that seem to think that is somehow funny or the appropriate response to a young woman who is doing something that I am willing to bet every last nickel of the few nickels I have left, these assholes couldn't do to save their lives. A bunch of just jealous, insecure little boys masquerading as fat-ass, lazy men. And and then, of course, there was obviously the like cheap shots at her looks. She was... From a purely objective stance, she was not a bad-looking girl, so I don't know where these guys who probably... They probably consider roofies and alcohol poisoning dating techniques. And they're complaining about how she looks, saying, oh, well, that's why she's playing sports. Well, 
dude, she probably wouldn't give you the time of day. And then you got all these assholes saying how they think she's going to screw up and she's going to cry and all this other crap. And it's like, yeah, you probably can't get off the couch without breaking a sweat. So who the hell do you think you're talking to? And it's not that I'm some militant ass, like, apologizing for the fact that I was born with a Y chromosome and all this other stuff. I I don't feel guilty for being born male. It's not like I had any control over it. I didn't get to say, hey, I want to be able to come out and write my name in the snow. And, you know, I don't necessarily think that a person's gender makes them any more or less of anything, period. I don't see where the hang-up is. And I really don't get these, like, just moronic assholes. And they're sitting there, hey, anybody got any leaked news of her? There's going to be an orgy in the locker room after the game. <laughs> yeah, you guys are friggin' hilarious. And, you know, I'm willing to bet, I can't say too much because there's probably a lot of these, you know, pseudo-alpha shitheads that think they're something special and... They got whatever it is going on where they think they're hot shit, and they probably peaked junior year of high school. They didn't even make it to senior year. And they're out there running their mouths and talking shit about somebody who's literally accomplished something, and they couldn't do it. I guarantee 99.9% of the assholes making these stupid comments couldn't have a successful kickoff in in a football game at a collegiate level. No, they probably couldn't pull it off in high school. And and just, just spewing forth. And the amount of back and forth where they're just feeding each other's bullshit. And it's realistically just so stupid. I feel so bad for people that... I mean, I feel terrible for her because she's going to take all sorts of shit for just doing something that is realistically... They decided she was the best choice for it and good for her. More power to her. These morons that are hiding behind the safety of their keyboards and just spewing all this just hateful, stupid shit. And it's obvious, if if that's how they think dealing with women goes, I feel sorry for anybody who somehow gets suckered into dealing with them or gets suckered into a relationship with them. Because that's somebody that's going to be beating his old lady, drinking Natty Light and hanging out in the backyard yelling at the kids. And I just, I I don't get it. The mentality doesn't make any sense to me. Obviously, the coaches thought she was the best person for the spot. It's not like they're doing it to fill a need that is somehow being pressured on them or being forced. They said, wow, this girl's got a leg on her. Let's let her kick the ball. And when the time came for her to kick the ball, she did a perfectly acceptable job. She did better than some guys I've seen playing football. It was a, she left the, the the defense set in the kickoff she kicked. She left the defense well positioned. It didn't go out of bounds. They didn't run it back for a touchdown. They, she didn't leave them in scoring position. She did a good job from a purely objective standpoint, and that is realistically all that should matter. But instead, you got all these walking douche waffles that are out there just, look at her, she's a girl, she's doing boy things. And it's like, you... Jethro motherfuckers, what is wrong with you that you seem to think that's how people need to be treated? And I've been accused myself of being chauvinistic, and in certain respects, I could see where that could come from, but it's not so much a matter of chauvinism, it's just more 
there are certain things from a biological standpoint that men are better equipped for. I'm not going to say always better at because I'm sure there are women out there that will hand me my own ass in a heartbeat. So it's not like I'm going to say bigger, tougher, stronger. And I know plenty of women who have higher pain thresholds than I do. And I can take a pretty solid lick. I'm not, I'm not exactly soft myself, but I am realistic enough to know. Yeah, well, there are certain biological imperatives that say men are better equipped for certain things. I don't think any of those things are statistically significant anymore. We're not hunter-gatherers. We're not trying to run down lions and, and you know stop wild animals from rampaging the village anymore. We have technology. We've used our brains. We've gotten past that point. We're not out there having full-on you know, battle-axe duels for, for honor and things. It's not a significant issue. And there's nothing wrong with a woman who's more capable than a man and realistically any of this stuff. And I'm not one of those people that's constantly saying, oh, well, you have to do this to champion for equality or any of that other crap. Because I, unlike a lot of these people who are very vocal about it and are constantly saying, oh, well, we're doing this for equal rights. We're fighting a battle. We're doing this. We're doing that. I actually do believe in equality. I believe in meritocracy. I believe that the best person and the most capable person for whatever the scenario is should be the person that is handed the scenario to deal with. If I've got something and an individual is better at it than me, I'm going to do my damnedest to hand it off so it gets done the best way it can. And it's ultimately, it's just so stupid and so arrogant when people get this just twisted perception of, oh, well, that's girl stuff, or, oh, that's boy stuff. Girls shouldn't be doing that. Kiss my ass if it makes a kid happy, particularly when it comes to kids. I honestly don't give shit one, and I never told my son, don't do that, that's girly. And I really don't see why any of this crap matters. If it makes your kids happy, let them be happy. It doesn't matter. You don't have to force, oh, do this, it's manly, or do that, it's feminine, or whatever. And realistically, um, in relation to the kids thing, if you're raising your kids, you're supposed to be raising a complete human being. That means you're supposed to be sending out a kid that can actually survive on their own in the real world. And without getting off on that particular soapbox about all the mollycoddling and all the bullshit that's being done that is just softening these kids up to where criticism makes them need a safe space at the age of 26 because words hurt yeah words hurt but you know what else hurts being an overly sensitive little shit not everything is about you junior the world is not out to get you and not everything that you take butt hurt from is an insult or even intended as something that's negative or bad these kids need to grow a thicker skin but they also need to realize their gender doesn't have anything to do with cooking or cleaning or doing things around the house they should not Little boys should not be sitting around waiting for mom to pick up after them and do their laundry and and make them meals. Teach your kids to survive. And little girls should not be sitting there saying, well, they can't change a tire or they don't know how to change oil or they don't know how to check a tire pressure or do yard work or any of the other things that are little boy things. And when it comes to maintaining your life and doing things around the house, it's not a gender issue. It's a survival thing. It's things and skills we should be passing on to all of our kids, regardless of their genders. And I'm saying 
the binary gender terms here because, frankly, when you started getting into an identity and all that other stuff, that's a whole different subject. It's not a matter of bias at that point. It's a matter of orientation, and it's a whole different kettle of fish, and we're not talking about that today. So that's what I'm going to talk about in this segment. We're going to take a little break here real quick, and we're going to come back and go into the next thing. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. All right, everybody, thanks for listening to that. Now that we're back, I want to talk about something, and this is actually going to be a little on the briefer side, just because this is not my usual pissing and moaning about society and ranting about everything that I think is broken. This is more something I want people to take into consideration. And the holidays are coming up. I don't know about where everybody's at as far as location-wise or anything like that, but here in the Midwest where I am situated, I'm currently about an hour south of Chicago, and uh, we don't even have any snow on the ground yet. It's about to be December 1st, and we don't, we got a light dusting a few days ago, and that's about it. And it doesn't feel like the holidays, and this year's been so screwed up and ass backwards anyway, it doesn't feel like the holidays anyway. But I've been kind of mulling this over, and it's something I want to put out there, put it out to the universe just have people hear this maybe doing a little thinking about it and it's something I know a lot of us may not really be in the mood for but it's something that I think with things being as shitty and sideways as they are it's probably and I'm not usually real sentimental about holidays and stuff like that but I think this year it's probably a bigger deal than normal Uh, I want to talk about holiday decorations and I say holiday rather than Christmas because yes traditionally it is Christmas decorations and in my hometown there was a a actually particular street that was named Christmas Lane because of how severely into it everyone living on that street got it was a cul-de-sac and it started out just being the cul-de-sac was super decorated lights sounds and this was way before the technology that exists today where these people were spending literally hundreds and hundreds of dollars at a time when hundreds and hundreds of dollars was a lot of money to string up old school burnout you got to check the bulbs every year christmas lights and sync them to music or have music just playing because they didn't have the computers to sync the lights they didn't have the control boards and all the other stuff that exists now and there are electrical engineers out there putting on amazing holiday displays but these people would set up speakers in their yards, PA speakers, to play Christmas carols all season. And well, people, and it became it was a tradition in my hometown that everybody would pile up in the car at least one night in the weeks leading up to Christmas and go drive up and down the street at about three miles an hour, looking at all the lights and all the houses. And seeing as it looks like they're not going to be lifting all these other restrictions and depending on the way things go travel restrictions may get worse and the holidays are not going to be the same and if you're 
either too young to have your own kids but too old to be kids yourself or if your kids are all old and grown it may not seem like so much of an issue to you but realistically there are a lot of people out there that have kids little kids from toddler up to even early teens where the holidays are still a really big deal for them and this year is gonna pretty much blow they've already had their lives torn apart they've had they've been ripped out of situations they're not going to school so they don't get to see their friends on a regular basis everybody's just living in fear of catching this disease and going out and no one wants to get the virus so nobody gets to see their friends and these kids have had a really just crap year i mean not to say we haven't all had a crap year because we have pretty much by and wide this has just been a just shit show and everybody knows it but the holidays are coming and it's a chance to do something for other people even if it's not something you're particularly into yourself and i'm one of the people i'm not into it i think it's a huge pain in the ass i don't like hanging lights i don't like decorating the house i don't have one of those yards where i got all kinds of trees that i can make look pretty and i don't have all the animated reindeer and all the other crap and realistically you don't even have to do holiday specific stuff you could do commercial stuff off the tv you could do frosty the snowman you could just build a snowman if you're in a place that actually has snow and decorate your snowman out in the front yard or snow person if you want to be pc about it whatever that's cool whatever floats your boat but i think as a group as a society as a bunch of people this year it's more important that we do something to make it special for the kids who are living through this crap the parents can load the kids up and go drive up and drive around and you're still with your family you're not exposing yourself to anything and it's something the kids can remember and it's something that's kind of cool if they can just drive around and look at all these houses that are decorated really pretty it's a little thing it's not a big issue it's not something that's realistically with led lights it's not even something that's going to break the bank on bills if you have them or if you are in a position to be able to go buy them you go out they're not expensive you get a, a, a couple dozen strands from whatever store you're going to go to and put them up on your house or if you don't want to i have seen ads all over the place for people that are trying to offer the service of doing decorations this year and i think a lot of these are probably people that are trying to find some way to make some extra money for the holidays because they're either laid off or on reduced hours or working from home and not getting overtime or whatever their scenario is there's a lot of people out there offering the service of coming to your house and decorating for you so if you're in a position where you can take advantage of that go ahead and do it because you're putting extra money in some family's pocket right around the holidays when it's a time where that would be really helpful and then you don't have to deal with it yourself and some of these guys even have a package deal where you pay them once they put your lights up and when the season's over they come over and take them back down and pack all that crap away for you too which is even better because as much as putting the stuff up can be a pain in the butt taking it down just always sucks and so that's kind of my other thing i wanted to talk about in this episode is it's something we can all do it's something that doesn't take a whole lot and could do something nice for somebody else even if it's not your particular bag and honestly i gotta say if you're really if you want to get into it and you want to do this and you happen to live in one of those super competitive neighborhoods and you want to really one-up the next guy do some research before you get started make a weekend of it it'll it'll be 
Thanks for listening to another episode of I Had to Say It. If you liked what you heard, leave a review, give us a follow, give me some feedback. And if you didn't like what you heard, leave a review, give me a follow, give me some feedback. I'll try and fix it. Check us out on all the social media platforms that I Had to Say It podcast is the trigger for all that stuff for the search term. And if you want, check out the website, www.ihadtosayitpodcast.com. There's links to people that have been involved with the program, things I've talked about. There are some links available for some merch that we're working on, and there are ways to contact us there as well. And thanks for listening, and I look forward to talking to you again soon.